Welcome to the Warrior Dad Podcast. In today's episode, we're flipping the script. I am actually interviewed on the Iron Deep Podcast by my good fellow Warrior Dad, Brett Snodgrass, and I can't wait for you to listen. Fantastic episode. Check it out now and be sure to subscribe to his podcast, Iron Deep. Can we have personal and professional satisfaction? That's something we can actually hit. Balance, immediately you go to, I've got to have half and half. That's just not the case. Mm -hmm. If you want to be extraordinary, you want to be uncommon in this thing called life, personally and professionally, can you be satisfied each day? And maybe you pour into your work and you've got to put in 12 hours because you're building. All right, you're satisfied in that area. But if you only have an hour with your wife and kids, if you put away the phone and you're intentionally pouring into them, man, you can be satisfied in both areas. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely believe it. But so many times we're programmed that it's got to be work-life balance. What's going on? This is Brett Snodgrass with another episode of the Iron Deep Podcast. Got Jeff Wickersham from Pennsylvania on the episode with me. What's going on, Jeff? Brett, how are you, my man? Yeah, man, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the Iron Deep Podcast. I know we got introduced from a good friend, Scott Landis. You were on his podcast, The Awakened Life. He's a good friend of mine, and uh, today we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics. Uh, I don't think we talk about this enough. It's about how to be a dad, not only a mediocre dad or a dad that's just surviving with his family, but how do we be a warrior dad, which is actually something that you created recently, and you have the warrior dad experience. So definitely want to hear about that. But before we get into really what the Warrior Dad experience is, and you're impacting thousands, and one of your goals is a million dads and two million children, before we get into talking about that, let's just talk about you. How did you get into that? Take us into your background a little bit. Yeah, I, I appreciate those kind words. Brett, I always like to start. I wear a pink wristband on my right wrist. I lost my mom to breast cancer almost nine years ago. Actually, today is her birthday as we record this. And when you you watch the woman that brought you into this world, leave this world, take her last breath in front of you. It fundamentally changes you at your core, right? That fragility of life two by four smacked me upside the head and said, okay, what do I truly want to want to do in life? We get one trip around the sun, was 18 months later, kind of forced out of corporate America, ended up opening up a boutique gym locally. I was always into physical fitness. My late mother was a School teacher, but also taught aerobics at night. And then what organically grew out of that was mindset, mental toughness, right? It's not that we have a shortage of gyms in the States. It's that battle that you face, I face, we all face that six inches in between our ears. I needed to up-level myself as a husband, as a dad, as a leader. I still remember I had bad habits from my college days, my 20s, and out drinking with the guys, playing cards till two in the morning, going to coach a fitness class at 8 a.m. I went to give my wife a kiss and she dropped a great truth bomb on me. She said, how are you going to go teach fitness and wellness when you stink of alcohol? And I was like, boom, that's pretty powerful. So <laughs> started that personal development journey. And then this year, really concentrating on who do I want to help serve? How do I make a difference in the world? And I had a friend who had a friend, dad of three who committed suicide. My sister knew some, a dad that committed suicide. And I said, I love nothing more than being a dad to my two boys, Jackson 15, Carter 13. I said, it's dads. Mm. I've gone through the trials and tribulations. I've gone through alcohol. I've battled porn. I've battled gambling, all these vices that chip away from us. And I've built a structure and a battle-tested system. It's time to come back and help other dads do it. So that's where the warrior dad experience was born. 
I love that. Just a huge fan of anyone trying to help out dads. I've supported another organization called Dad Camp. I take my kids to a dad camp each year. It's a, one of our favorite weekends and just can't wait to really just talk about the Warrior Dad experience. Before we just dive into what it is and what you're exactly doing, you talked about a dad committing suicide. You've had people close to you that have lived, and I quote, I think it was Thoreau that said, many men live in quiet desperation, that out in public, we think we might even have it all together, even as business owners, but behind the curtain or within their own homes, Sometimes they live in this just a quiet desperation. And so you've made it mission of yours to impact a million dads and 2 million children by January 1st, 2053, changing one dad at a time. Can you just kind of dive in deeper, like your research, like you could have did anything, mission and anywhere. There's a lot of different things that you could have done and directed your life towards, but you chose this particular mission. Can you take us into a little bit more of your own soul searching into why this mission? You said it right there. Suffering and quiet, isolation, desperation. Mm. I was that dad. Mm. I didn't have the strength to ask for help during my dark times. I saw it as a weakness, which most of us are kind of programmed to feel that it's a, a weakness to ask for help. It's actually a strength. And I wouldn't have fallen down as deep as I did if I had that courage. And I always like to say I could tee up a golf ball outside my house, hit a driver, although I'm not a very good golfer. I could probably hit five houses of dads that are suffering in that quiet isolation. We're very typically lone wolf and we don't search out and have a brotherhood, have a community. So I needed to up level. And when I started to do it, I knew there were other dads that were in my spot, maybe two spaces behind me, one space behind me that I could help and guide. So that was truly coming from a place of pain myself of when I said, that's who I want to help. And Mm -hmm. let's also say, Family structure is constantly getting eroded, right? It's like the beach and the shores just washing away the family structure. Some families never eat dinner together, right? We're losing that connectivity. And Brett, I will tell you, at the beginning of this year, my family for the first time ever all sat down, wrote their missions out for the year. Not New Year's resolution, missions, because missions are a must. And we're all attacking them, my wife and my two boys, The connectivity, the power, the energy we have when it's like a sports team, right? Coming out of the tunnel. I have felt it. I've seen it in my boys. I've seen it in my wife. I've seen it in myself. So I said, this needs to happen. I'm not satisfied where society's headed. Hatred, polarization, anger, all of these things that are just, it's crumbling at the seam. So I thought to myself, where do we start? Well, one, dads, we need men to step up and be leaders. Mm. They're told a lot that they don't matter. There's nothing farther than the truth. Your family needs you to lead, needs you to be that alpha. And when you show by doing, your family follows. And Mm. I've seen it in my life, right? So that's a little bit of the backstory and the why I leaned into helping dads. And I love that you just leaned in and your family created this mission. It's so much, life is so much better when you are living for a purpose, for a mission, not just wandering. And I see a lot of dads, especially, you know, I work with a lot of business owners and typically we are on mission for business, but in that we sacrifice other things in our life. We're very type A over here and driven, but we're passive in our own homes. And I've seen that time and time again. And a lot of times we feel like we have this balancing teeter totter. We're like, okay, if I go after business success, 
then I have to sacrifice my family or I'm going to go after my family, but I'm going to sacrifice my business. And you kind of go at this with like, can you do both? And I want to ask you that. Can you do both? Or is this always life a teeter-totter of like, okay, if I go after family, I'm going to sacrifice this. If I go after business stuff, I'm going to sacrifice that. Fantastic question. I love diving into it. The answer is yes. I mean, as we're recording this, I'm having my best month in my business history and my kids are on their toes attacking life. I'm pouring it to my family. And whoever coined the term work-life balance, I mean, it is such a myth. It's such a mm. wrong term. And there is no balance. Like, remember the teeter-tot, how hard that was? Yeah. Balance is a myth. I love, and I read something in one of the books I read, like satisfaction. Can we have personal and professional satisfaction? That's something we can actually hit. Balance, immediately you go to, I've got to have half and half. That's just not the case. Mm -hmm. If you want to be extraordinary, you want to be uncommon in this thing called life personally and professionally, can you be satisfied each day? And maybe you pour into your work and you've got to put in 12 hours because you're building. You're satisfied in that area. But if you only have an hour with your wife and kids, if you put away the phone and you're intentionally pouring into them, man, you can be satisfied in both areas. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely believe it. But so many times we're programmed that it's got to be work-life balance. Or another one I hear is just wait till your kids are teenagers. Wait till the teenage years, right? Mm -hmm. It's total BS. My 15-year-old son still asks us to go for walks as a family. If you pour in your kids, anything is possible. And, yeah. and don't believe what you hear in the common vernacular out there because it just gets legs and then you start to believe it. And it's so not true. I love that. And I totally agree. Balance is a myth. And it sounds like you have integrated your family with a lot of the things that you do in your business that, again, we talked about the best business leaders, their businesses on some sort of mission. You've integrated that into your family. I mean, it's not like you're doing two separate things. A lot of times we're like, okay, I got business and then now I'm family, got my dad hat on but you're integrating it into that. You're taking the leadership principles that you're learning and you're putting that and you're teaching your kids and putting that into your family. Do you feel like that that has been one of the missing pieces that you've taken these things and integrated rather than just having your compartmentalized life, I guess? I would say so. I mean, both impact each other. Mm -hmm. You can't be crushing work and going home and sedating yourself with alcohol, porn, gambling, not having time with your family. Your kids don't know who you are and live a thriving, fulfilled life. For sure. As well as if you can't provide and you're just doing, you're going to feel like a shell of a man. I've felt both, right? Yeah. I've gone through both, both experiences. I will tell you, if you have a foundation, and this is kind of what we do in the experience of bookending your days, you control those, you have stability, and you have a foundation to attack life and all the chaos that it's going to bring. And I had a dad who jumped into class too, and he said he did all the podcasts, read all the books. He's done it all. Mm -hmm. The Warrior Dad experience gave him more stability than all that by 10x. Mm -hmm. And he's got four kids under the age of seven. Wow, that's cool. Do you want to win $1,000 or a free coaching session? Then listen up. The newly released book, The Secret War Within, is impacting a lot of entrepreneurs who have a lot of hidden struggles. We want Amazon to push the book to even more struggling men who really need it. In order for that to happen, we need your help. We need you to go to Amazon, purchase the book, The Secret War Within, and then leave a five-star review after reading the book. 
Once your five-star review is accepted and listed on Amazon, you will be officially entered into our contest to win $1,000 or a free coaching session with Brett Snodgrass. The winner will be announced through Iron Deep email and social media, but this contest only runs until December 15th. So there's not a lot of time. If you want a chance to be randomly selected to win the $1,000, then hurry and get the book today. Thanks for participating because you are helping a lot of hurting entrepreneurs find the help they need. Well, let's dive into it then. So you got the warrior dad experience. You've on a mission to impact dad's life. Can you take us just into what is the first step? What's the experience like? What is this? Yeah, take us into what is it? I mean, it sounds awesome. I want to be around other dads. I want to sharpen as a dad, as a professional business guy as well. But but what is it? What am I walking into? Number one, brotherhood. I think that's so missed by men and dads specifically. Being around other family-focused, growth-minded dads immediately raises your game, right? Immediately, you, you start bringing that best out of yourself personally and professionally. So brotherhood is a key component, right? The other piece is energy. We got to dial in your energy. I hear it all the time from dads. The number one thing, I did a poll on LinkedIn recently, they want to cultivate and sustain their energy. I'm 48 years young. Yeah. Just hit PRs at the gym the other day. Done some crazy challenges. Goggins challenge. I created my own challenge. And people all this time, how do you do it? Well, I am intentional on how much sleep I get, how I stack wins in the morning, how I eat, how I exercise. And I can get so much more done in the day when I do that. So brotherhood's one, energy's another. Consistency is number three. Being able to do it day in and day out, even when you don't feel like it. We go through the process of defining our identities, energy, work, love. How are you going to show up? What's that future pace of your success moving forward? When you do that, you don't rely on your feelings. So many times, I don't feel like getting up out of bed at 5 a.m. to go hit a workout and stack wins. But my identity is that is who I am. So I take action and I spiral up, right? Then I feel better and I'm consistent. So, so important. So that's the other other piece, number three. Number four would be accountability. Dads have little to no accountability out there. Any adult really has little to no accountability. Right. We're only accountable to ourselves. So we say something and then we half-ass it. Like maybe we'll do it, maybe we won't. Or we just keep it internally. And then we wonder why we stay stuck. I have accountability where you're checking in every day that you're doing the work. And when you see other dads do it, it inherently raises your game. So brotherhood, energy, consistency, accountability, those are the four ingredients that you feel absolutely right away when you jump into the experience. Mm, I love it. And we can dive into each one of those, a whole podcast on each one. I'm just going to kind of pick a couple of questions. Let's just talk about energy, for example. I know for me, and guys listen to this podcast, we're busy professionals, individuals. I have three podcasts, particularly today. In between, you know, doing other Zoom calls, meetings, you know, I'm a real estate guy, so I'm looking at deals and talking with my team. We just had a team meeting this morning. So we do a lot, right? And I'm no different than anyone else, than you, than, than anyone else listening to this particular podcast, not special by any means. But a lot of times, yeah, after all that, typically some of the leftovers come in to the family. So I was actually having, here's one specific question. I was having a conversation mm -hmm. with my wife last night. You know, I try to be intentional between, especially between dinner. We, we do sit down with, as a family with, at dinner and, you know, at least have three or four 
hours with the kids and the family, we put them to bed. Okay. But sometimes I just have a hard time shutting it off, you know, because throughout the day, it's just pounding, right? I'm, I'm, I'm grinding, I'm focused, I'm into it. And then it's just hard to wind down. So sometimes I have a problem giving them and being present with the kids and then shutting it off, even though I want to shut it off. Like I desire to shut it off. I'm like, please don't, I don't want to think about other things. I want to be completely present with my kids or other times. Yeah. I'm just completely drained from the activities of the day and I have nothing left to give. So maybe could you give me advice just on this energy piece? Yeah. So I'll give you some positive, helpful feedback if that works. (laughs) Number one, language, how we speak, Mm -hmm. right? I heard you say busy. I love replacing busy with productive. Busy feels like a burden. Yeah. Busy is like, I have no control. Sounds to me that you're pretty darn productive. That's a great, what productive is like a privilege, right? And just that language shift and one word change is incredibly important. The other piece is, I heard you say, I try to do this. Mm -hmm. There is no, like Yoda, there is no try, do or do not. Mm -hmm. I am going to be intentional. All of a sudden, the power of your subconscious mind comes in and says, Brett is serious about doing this every night. We're shutting off Mm. what we're doing. So that would be, you know, just some nuanced language that I heard Mm -hmm. that I love diving into because not only can we apply that to ourselves, Brett, we can apply it to our kids. And like my sons will say, try, I give them like the rock eyebrow raise Mm -hmm. and they know they need to change their language because (laughs) try, I love to paint a picture. Try is, let's use your example of being intentional with the family. You're in a room, you want to go through that door right in front of you. That's the gateway into being intentional with the family. Mm -hmm. When you say the word try, all of a sudden a door opens up behind you. You have no idea it's there. Your subconscious mind is like a ghost that goes out and walks out the back door. You go to try and open that door, drop, kick it, whatever, it won't open. We've got to harness the power of our language Mm -hmm. to have us do things. So that would be one. Number two, I talked about identity a little bit ago, defining how you want to show up in the love aspect. I define myself as dad and husband of the year. When I have feelings of being tired, and I get tired, when I have feelings of not wanting to do things, since I've defined how I'm going to show up, dad and husband of the year, that always plays in the back of my mind. And I'll share a short story with you. Well, it was over the summer. My wife and I like to take walks together, get a little alone time. It was hot out. We went for a walk. My youngest son, Carter, shooting hoops in the driveway. I wanted to get into the AC, sweating a little bit was run down from a work day. He said, dad, can you rebound for me? My initial thought was, man, I just want to go in that air condition Mm -hmm. and sit down on the couch. In my mind, what rang? Dad of the year. Mm. Would dad of the year do that? So I stopped from going in. I said, absolutely. We rebounded. I gave him a hug, said, thanks for asking. Those are powerful pieces to Mm. the, the puzzle. Language one, And then when you define your identity, you have it play in the back of your mind because I felt like I wanted to go into the air. But my identity was, nope, that's not who you are. I took action. And then what happens is I felt great about that. Mm -hmm. Imagine if I had gone in and sat in the air and he's out there. I just missed a micro moment that I'll never get back with my son. My boys are 15 and 13. My micro moments are dwindling. I know. (laughs) <laughs> and it's so, so incredibly powerful when you, when you think about it and you intentionally pour into your kids mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. like they are your legacy. And I always like to say, Brett, it only takes one dad 
to change a family tree forever. Like mm-hmm. let that sink in. Mm-hmm. One dad, you can change your family tree forever for generations to come. You can be that grandpa sitting on the porch with your grandkids and then telling stories like grandpa was pretty crazy, but he gave us all these things, all this wisdom. Man, that lights me up. That gets me excited. I love it. That's good. I love the language piece. Thank you so much for the story and having that identity piece. Just, you know, again, it kind of goes back to that language. Who are you? How do you define yourself? Let's talk about consistency. I think this is obviously one that I fail into. Let me change my language that I see many men struggle with just being consistent. Again, you know, I've saw, I've talked about, I have some of these high moments with my kids and I love to do some of these big things, but some of the day in and day out, I see men struggle with just being consistent. Can you take us into that? Because obviously when I'm reading your profile, I see an extremely disciplined individual, a guy who wakes up 5 a.m., does these crazy runs, meditates, takes cold baths and ice baths, you know, showers. And that's what I see. I'm like, man, this guy, he is structured. He is disciplined. That's just who he is. And sometimes other guys might not. They'd like, well, my personality doesn't maybe fit as well as that. Have you always been like that? Or is this just you're training yourself and other guys to be just this consistent person? Talk about this discipline and consistency. Yeah, I definitely have not always been that way. I mean, my senior year on the male side of my high school class, I was biggest complainer, voted biggest complainer, right? My 20s and 30s, I still had those things from college fraternity days that I was doing that weren't lighting me up. And then my mom passed Mm. and I had to question everything. And what was my purpose? What did I want to do? What kind of dent did I want to have? And Brett, one of the last deep conversations I had with my late mother, I was taking her down to a treatment at the University of Penn in, in Philadelphia and she was going on hospice care. So we knew the end was near and she was only worried about being forgotten. And she said, Jeff, I'm going to be forgotten by the grandkids. And I made a promise to her then, and it was probably a baton passed subconsciously that I didn't realize back then, but I told her, your positivity, your hope, she bowed breast cancer on and off for 17 years. It's going to be passed to me. I'm going to pay it forward to my sons and your legacy will live on forever. So many times we don't think about that legacy and what's going to happen. So absolutely not. I was not born this way. I have gone through the trials and tribulations, dark times, and consistency, I like to say, is the ultimate force multiplier. You can put in effort, you can put in time, but if you don't have that consistency outside those parentheses, you're not going to get true, true growth. That's why today was 2,124 straight days of meditation. I have non-negotiables in my life. I drink water, I meditate, I move my body every single day. When you have non-negotiables, consistency becomes pretty darn easy because you don't negotiate with your mind. It's just like I'm like 1800 days of either an ice bath or a cold shower. That's a mental rep that I get in every day. It's getting cold up in the Northeast. The showers are getting chilly, (laughs) but I do not negotiate when I get in there. I tell my mind, we are freaking moving forward. I'm not negotiating and I move. Greatest part about it. We were just on a walk. My youngest son, wife and I last night, my wife was cold. It was getting a little chilly. And my youngest son said, well, I take cold showers. I'm not like, I share the journey with them and they bought in. I'm incenting them to be consistent. So 
The one thing I will say to dads that aren't consistent, and I just had this conversation with a dad yesterday who jumped into the experience. I said, when we start out, I make things so simple, so easy, they're almost laughable. But that's how you build momentum. That's how you build progress. That's how you build consistency. That's why I tell dads, they're like, well, I'm going to start 75 hard. And I'm like, I like Andy. I listen to his mm-hmm. stuff. That's the dumbest thing you could do mm-hmm. when you're starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. You got to start slow. You got to crawl before you walk, walk before you run. You build this momentum. And then like Jeff, who was the first dad that jumped into class one the other day, he texted me. He's ran 200 straight days. Incredible. He never wow. did that in his life, but wow. he started out small and he's built it up. And now it becomes a habit. And when it becomes a habit, it becomes autopilot. Then that discipline, that consistency runs by itself. For and sure. 90 to 95% of what we do is driven through habit. So if you're stuck in the same place, you got to hit stop on that never ending treadmill of life. You got to take a moment of pause of reflection and say, okay, what do I need to change? Mm-hmm. Because I'm getting that same result. So absolutely just love doing the work myself. I'm a practitioner. I'm consistent because that gives me authenticity to coach and lead the men and the dads that jump into the experience. Amen. Amen. Well, let's just talk about this last. We wrap up the show. Accountability. People don't want to be accountable. They shy away from accountable. Whenever you talk about, yeah, you're going to be accountable. They're like, I don't want that. Like they just walk the other way, right? They go out the, out the back door, but it's such needed for growth, right? So talk to us about this. How does the dad warrior, the warrior dad experience keep us accountable? Yep. It's two things. One, on a daily basis, you're checking in. You got your work done in the morning. You stacked your wins. And then you're given, we talked about energy before, then you're giving your energy out to the other dads. And when energy kind of bounces off each other, man, the whole group is just energized, ready to attack. And so we're checking in daily. In addition, on a weekly basis, we're getting very intentional. What's one big domino I want to knock over personally? What's one big domino I want to knock over professionally? What's one thing maybe I procrastinate on that I need to take that's uncomfortable? We get those into the chat. You get them into the chat, all of a sudden a switch gets flipped in your subconscious mind. Virginia Tech professor did a study. When you write something down or you put it in a group of what you're going to do, you're eight times more likely to do that thing. That holds you accountable. As well as in the beginning, I make it very clear. You've got to put in the work to get the results. And many of the dads have gotten to a point in their life where maybe they want to tweak some things. You know, they're a pretty good dad. They're pretty good in business. They just want some outside changes, some tweaks on the edge. Some dads are really in the pain cave, right? They're in the Mm -hmm. cave you talked about, quiet Mm -hmm. isolation. They need big changes. We all just move together. We're not perfect. You got to give yourself grace, but you just get up and you do the same thing tomorrow, right? You get better, 1% better, this continual growth. So it's so, so important to be accountable. And if you're not coachable, you're not a right fit for me, right? If you're of a growth mindset, you want to pay it to your children. And I always have conversations with my boys and I'm very upfront and they're like, dad, am I ever going to be as good as you? And I'm like, Jackson Carter, you're going to blow me away. You've been meditating with me before school for the last three years. You gratitude journal, you do all these little things that I incent them to do, that I share with the warrior dads. You're going to blow me away in the future. So yeah, accountability, that's the missing ingredient in life. And if you're running from accountability, it's no wonder you're probably in the pain or you're probably in a place where you feel stuck in a rut and you just can't get out of it. Amen. 
Amen. Well, that's awesome. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for your wisdom. I'm grateful for you being on the podcast today. I want to give you just an opportunity. So this is very interesting, the Warrior Dad Experience. This is also a new program. I think you're on class six, taking the six groups have started to go through this Warrior Dad Experience. And you said you have a 100% success rate. Guys are getting results. They're growing consistently through your program. So how does someone get involved in this? Yeah, absolutely. They can go out and Check out all the Warrior Dad details at www.thewarriordad.com. I'll also put my money where my mouth is. If you want to grab a time with me, here's my personal cell phone. Shoot me a text. Just tell me your time zone. We can grab a time and chat. 610-564-2107. Remember, dads, it only takes one dad Mm. to change a family tree forever. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Jeff, for being on the podcast. This is a wrap with Iron Deep, and we'll see you guys next time. Go to irondeep.com and check out other resources we have to help you on your journey. We'd love to connect with you. As iron sharpens iron, friends sharpen friends.